Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Divinely Aligned Podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your host and mentor for today's conversation and for helping you get divinely aligned with your mind, your body, your soul, and for living a life that you love to live now, not someday, but doing the things now so that your someday becomes pretty incredible. So today I want to talk to you about what to do when you're bored in your business or your work. But before I do that, I wanted to just remind you that the Amplified Wealth Experience is starting, actually has a new start date. Our next start date is June 7th, I believe. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. Um, You can check the notes. It's going to be in the show notes. It's going to be in the uh, link in my bio and Instagram. And it's a six-week experience, live experience, where we help you to tap into your inner spark, that magic that makes you, you define wealth for yourself, help you to really declutter that old idea of what money means, how to access it now, how to redefine your own capacity and will to create income, what to do with it. Because sometimes we want lots of money, but we don't even know what we're going to do with it. And that lack of clarity can help keep you in a place of Um, not moving forward because you're not sure how. So check out all the details. I'll share more in a future episode. But today I want to dive into this particular topic because it's actually related to having amplified wealth. Uh, When you're bored, when you don't have energy for the work that you're doing, it's never going to resonate. It's never going to attract. It's never going to make that quantum leap that you want to. And, And the funny thing about quantum leaps is that they take time, right? And you never know exactly what's going to make that leap go over into that tipping point. And the only thing that can guarantee a quantum leap technically, right? I'm not saying anything is guaranteed, right? Nothing in life is guaranteed. But as you keep going, most people quit way too soon. Most people quit before they actually kind of get to that juicy part Um, And they quit. One of the reasons that people quit the work, their creative project, their like business building, writing the book um, is actually boredom. But boredom is not a reason to quit. And I want to break it down for you a little bit today and share with you some of the reasons that I see women getting bored in their business. And I'll share some of the ways I've been bored in my business and what I've done about it and is quitting the right thing, is going back to the drawing board the right thing, is burning your whole business down the right thing to start over? Like, what is it that boredom 
does, what does it make you feel like you want to do, right? Sometimes boredom is just the mask of what's happening, but actually behind the boredom is actually something quite different. It's, it's a lack of confidence. It's a lack of clarity. It's a lack of fun. So I just want to share that with you today. So if you're finding yourself bored with either some aspect of your business or an aspect of your life too, like let's apply these, some of these to your life because when you're running a business, even when you're you know doing a job for a company, it's very personal, right? Now I can't control your corporate job. There's things you can do within a corporate job for sure that I used to do to make things much more fun. I was actually known when I was a corporate trainer doing software training and management training and web design training and all the good things. I was sort of known as the person who brought like the variety and the color and the storytelling into the room. Like I was brought in to do very basic training sometimes because I would make it really fun. And I was known for that. So I took a lot of those lessons and brought it into my business now that I've been on my own uh, for the last 15 years in several different capacities and in various businesses and in my own entrepreneurial journey. um, I definitely like stopped doing things because I was bored in the past. But now that I can see, of course, 2020 in hindsight is much clearer, right? Or hindsight is 2020. I can see that maybe I was bored and bored actually wasn't the accurate description of what I was feeling. It was more like unsure, lack of confidence, um, not excited about what I was doing, but not excited is not the same thing as bored, right? And I think bored is a reaction to not doing the preparation work to keep, because when you're building a business, like there's no reason you should be bored. (laughs) There's so many things to learn. There's so much to learn when you're building a business from sales to marketing, to design, to clients, to web stuff, to branding and copy. Like there's so much, right? I think sometimes boredom is is like a symptom of being overwhelmed and the overwhelm comes from lack of having a personalized, unique strategy that, that works for you. Um, And one of the reasons we do that, we, well, there's like a, there's a whole comparison episode that I'm going to get into. I'm going to do it on a future date, how to stop comparing yourself to other people and and really stop putting your happiness on hold. Um, But I'm going to talk about this one first, because I get questions about this one. How do you manage everything? How do you like not quit? How do you um, stay motivated? And really, you know, there's boredom does come up in the questions. And I think it's important to like take a step back, right? And first of all, just more than anything, realize that boredom and even overwhelm is not unusual. It's not like, it doesn't mean that you should quit. It doesn't mean that you should stop your business. It's a perfectly normal cycle on the emotional spectrum of experiences when you're building something from scratch, when you're creating something from your heart and soul, Right. So sometimes when you get into the repetitive tasks of business building or you get into like the nitty gritty stuff that you're just not so super excited about. Right. It can sort of manifest as boredom, but it's not actually boredom. Boredom is like an excuse, to be quite honest. Oh, I'm bored. I'm going to try something new. But guess what? It's like, you know, leaving one mediocre relationship and finding another one and not even taking a minute in between to figure out or a bad relationship to figure out like, what was my responsibility in that? What, what, did, what was it about this person that attracted me? What was I not saying? What was I not doing that really reflected my truest inner 
voice, my desires. So the same thing is going to happen in business. You can, I've heard like recently, I've heard many entrepreneurs want to just go get a job because they feel like they'll just be told what to do. And that's, you know, it's better or they'll go, or they'll go join a program because they just want to be told what to do. And they think that's going to stave off overwhelm and boredom. Well, guess what? It does it. It's going to repeat in the same exact way. When someone else is telling you what to do, you'll just project it out towards them and blame them for your boredom and your overwhelm or everything in between. Right. So I want you to just acknowledge if you have found yourself bored, overwhelmed, like feeling like you just want to go get a job, it's totally normal. Like it's not a negative thing. And again, it doesn't mean that you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. It just means that you're not cut out to do it in a way that everyone else does it. Right. This is the biggest thing that I teach. Like when clients come to me and I work one-on-one or in my circle, like there's no stamped answer for everyone. Um, even when I help you create a framework for your business, it's not going to look the same way. I'm not going to give you the same exact spreadsheet that I give every client. I just had a client recently who's this amazingly talented, creative writer and artist. And instead of giving her a spreadsheet to create her framework, I let her create it herself. And it was amazing, amazing. And she's excited about it. And I'm excited about it for her. Whereas if I gave her the like container for it, it would have limited her in a way, which limiting yourself creatively is not always a bad thing. Sometimes giving yourself parameters actually makes you more creative. Like there's a, um, a principle called the Parkinson's law where the thing that you're doing will take up as much time as you give it. So sometimes people give themselves like a whole week to write an email. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to take that long. For some people, it could take an hour or 30 minutes or, you know, just a day. Um, if you give yourself a year to build a website, guess what? I've seen people procrastinate for like a year or more in building a website. And some people could do it in four hours. Like there's no rule set in stone, right? It's about finding your own inner rhythm. It's about finding your own travel like plan for your business, right? <clears throat> so again, boredom may, may be a reaction to doing things someone else's way or in a way that you think you have to, that you should, that you need to. So if you find yourself saying things like, this is how somebody else does it, this is how she does it, or this is how it should be done, right? Now, there are, there are anchors in your business that I would say, are 99% of the time really good to do, figuring out what you do, why you do it, who you do it for, how much to charge. Like those are the basic things and how you're gonna deliver that, right? Those are the basic anchors in your business that are gonna help you to move forward and to get clarity. And sometimes the clarity comes as you make mistakes, as you as you misstep and, and course correct. But when you end up, doing or like also having me I was gonna I totally forgot I kind of went off track here <laughs> but another thing is making sure that you know your finances making sure that you you know know how much money you have in a bank account and how much to spend like there's financial strategies that are really important but when you think you when you're doing things that you should do have to do like how, how you're pricing things how you're working with people um, the hours that you keep in your business the type of work that you do, if you're doing any of those things based on what somebody else told you, they, they think you should do, or maybe a coach flat out told you what niche to follow and who to work with. And you're like, okay, I'll do that. Right. 
Um, I've actually had a VIP day where I paid thousands of dollars um, to get clarity with this person because I had done some other work with her. And she basically told me, she's like, you should work with health coaches and you should do this. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, not really. Like, I don't want to work with health coaches. I want to have, I want to work with different kinds of people. So anyway, that was a whole situation. And so, and I've talked about it on past episodes, but it was such a good lesson for me to a realize how I would never run a VIP day and how I do things totally differently and how I wouldn't just flat out tell a client who she should work with because it makes sense to me. You know, everyone has this huge lens on life that is based on so many different elements that I have no right to tell you how to think and what you want and how to feel. I can help you gain clarity by asking you really good questions, making sure you're overcoming your own resistance and recognizing it when it's happening and to help you have tools to navigate out of them, right? But not leave them too soon. I think it's okay to be in that contemplative place. It's very important to be in a contemplative place. So again, if you're recognizing yourself in any of that, maybe it's not really boredom, okay? Um, so what do you do? What do you do if you find yourself bored, overwhelmed, wanting to quit, get a job, just like be done with it, right? I would say there's a couple of things. First of all, you may just need a break. <laughs> like you may just need a break. Sometimes when you're stuck or overwhelmed or wanting to quit or can't figure it out, it's not maybe meant for you to figure it out right now or all at once, right? One of the things that I passionately teach and passionately trust and passionately practice and embody is that you're not going to be shown the entire journey all at once, right? You are meant to figure it out as you go one step at a time. And even if you make a really well-laid plan for the next five years, I guarantee you things aren't going to go as you think they're going to go. There's going to be amazing opportunities that pop up, things you thought were going to happen that didn't happen or didn't go the way you thought they were going to happen. That's life, right? That's life lived over time. So maybe you're just in a place where you need to step away, whether it's for an hour or for an afternoon, or just give yourself some time to step away from the entire thing and not feel like you have to figure it out, but instead be in a place of inquiry or questioning or unknown where you have time to like be in the question. What is it that I want? How do I want it? And I'll give you some questions to ask. I think that are really, really important at the end. I'll give you like a list of questions you can journal through. Um, you might need to go play, right? Like remember when you were a kid and you just sort of made it up as you went, right? I remember when I was like, I don't know, how old was I? Eight, nine, 10 years old. One of my favorite things to do ever, and I just wrote about it in a chapter of my book today. Um, it was, I would love, I was, I love to dance. I still love to dance. I'm a dancer. I teach movement and embodiment, but I was like in dance class in jazz and I loved it so much. I could have gone like three times a week. And so when I was home, I had this friend who was a neighbor two doors down. And after school, one of us would knock on the door. We'd go to her house because she had this huge, like her apartment was bigger than ours and had this sort of dining room, but the dining room didn't have a table in it. So it was like this clear space that had a record player in it. And so we'd put on a record and we would just, I would literally like choreograph us into a routine on each song. And it wasn't so that we would memorize it or we would 
um, you know, show it to anyone. We literally like, I would, we would play them over and over again. And I would start to have things that I would remember about each song, but I would just like feel the music and tell the story with movement. She would follow me and we would do this whole thing. And I just loved doing it. It was like such a fun time. So, and it like, it sort of, that kind of free play generates its own creativity, its own energy. And so maybe you are in a place where you just haven't given yourself the opportunity to just play. Ah, just take a deep breath, right? Just to like generate your own creative energy. So maybe if you're bored or overwhelmed or feel like you wanna quit or get a job, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things. I'm just saying that maybe there's time for you to disconnect from all of that and just let yourself play and regenerate that excitement and energy and find new inspiration, right? Another potential is that maybe it is time to quit. Like, who am I to tell you it's not? No, like you get to decide, right? Sometimes you've been doing something for a long time and I'm in a situation like this now where I am working through like just permission, clarity, to let go of an aspect of my business that I've been doing for a long time, that I've heard these like soul whispers that it's time to let go. And it's been one of the, the hardest things ever. And I would never have thought this about myself, that it would be really hard to let go. I'm usually like pretty fast in letting things go once I get the intuitive nudge, but something about like just gripping with the white knuckles, right? To, because I feel like part of it was like a fear of the unknown what's next I should know what's next before I let go like I really have to coach myself through this because it means giving up a source of income it means giving up stability it means giving up a story about myself that has been like longevity in this particular aspect of my business right so maybe it is time (laughs) like I know it's time for me and I'm doing the inner work to get to a place of like clarity so that I can do what I need to do. So sometimes you just have to give yourself a little grace because maybe it is time to let go and maybe that's bringing up some fear. Maybe it's bringing up some like unsteadiness about what's next. Maybe it's bringing up some judgment by other people or yourself. You're worried about what other people are gonna think. And those are all really valid things that you go through, right? Like entrepreneurialism is a spiritual inner work journey, which is obviously why we're talking about it here, because it brings up all your stuff, making decisions, money, working with other people, sharing your voice, getting visible. Those are, these are all spiritual inner work practices that support the work that you do, right? So another thing to consider is that maybe you're bored because you don't have enough structure. So just bear with me on this one because it doesn't make immediate sense to some people um, because sometimes, and this happened for me too, I am like a go with the flow, super intuitive. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do with my day. Sometimes not even myself. (laughs) So I just sort of like want to feel as I go, right? And that's really good. That's really appropriate for some aspects. However, what I have found being very creative, very intuitive. I'm a human design uh, manifesting generator. My profile line is five, two, if that makes sense to any of you. It just means that I love doing multiple things with no boundaries, following my, what lights me up. Like that's what I live for. But what I have found is I need some structure. 
And the structure gives me like anchors in my day, like my morning practice, going to the gym, having like every Monday I do my podcast and every Thursday I do my meditations. And like, there's things that I do in my business on a weekly or daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis that create these really beautiful rhythms, just like seasons in nature, right? Like you can trust the universe when you know summer's coming next month. If summer was random and winter was random and you could never prepare like your winter clothes, you never knew when to get your bathing suits ready. Like you would just be confused all the time. Like what's going to, what's the weather going to be tomorrow? Right. I don't know. Winter boots or flip-flops. I don't know. Right. So sometimes like having that seasonal cyclical rhythmic structure can actually soothe your nervous system. And especially as feminine creatures, like we love the cyclical, we love the rhythm, we love the rituals of, of life. And our business is not left out of that, right? So sometimes it's not what you're doing that's bored, making you bored and overwhelmed and wanting to quit. It's the way that you're doing it, right? So one of the things I love to do during our VIP sessions or my coaching with clients is to figure out like how to create the containers daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and so on, that actually light you up, which includes break time, which includes play time, right? Which includes all the things that you wanna include in your life, your family, your wellness, your travel, your execution time, your content creation time, your like all the stuff of your business and your life sort of blend together in this beautiful rhythm. And you sort of, it sort of settles you down because you're not constantly deciding right? If, if all of these little decisions are constantly spinning around in your mind, of course, it's going to tax your energy, right? It's like a computer system. If there's constantly things running in the background, it's going to slow everything down. So when you, when you have certain things that are like set in place, which can be revisited every month or quarter or year, doesn't mean you're set for life, right? <clears throat> you start to feel like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know what's next. And you actually start to become like the adult business owner. It feels really good, right? And then you don't have to, you don't have to make a decision. Am I going to record a podcast today or not? Am I going to go live today or not? Am I going to post something on social media or not? Now, there are some things in my business, like for social media, I really use intuitive sort of nudges to post. Sometimes I post a lot in a day, sometimes only one or two. And that's something I've chosen not to schedule, um, the way I write my book, I, for that, I do like a schedule. <laughs> I like to wake up early and write in the mornings. That's where my energy is. I do my editing in the afternoons. Like I have a rhythm and sometimes I'm not sure what the rhythm is going to be in a certain project until I'm in it. Like, oh, that didn't work well for me. This does work well. Right. But I still leave room for like the margin of error. Cause sometimes I try it and it doesn't work and I have to readjust. And so it's not so much about it not working. It's how I'm doing it. Right. So the structure, again, it can be counterintuitive, right? But sometimes you need bigger containers. Sometimes you need shorter containers for projects. It just, it's like a matter of going back to the drawing board because entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, the journey is not, a, it's not like a 12 step, 15 step, 10 step thing. There are people who are gonna tell you like, do this, this, and this, and you'll make a million dollars in 60 days fine. If that draws you, go for it. <laughs> but after working for myself for a long, long, long time, the first coaching business that I started, I actually quit and went back to work 
because it was like too much in that moment. I just actually did get a job. And I'm like, I look back, I'm like, oh, interesting. What did I do that didn't feel good? How did I do it? I could see now, like I totally let fear of like what I couldn't see in that moment really freaked me out because I was about to have a baby. And like, it really just, and my coach at the time was trying to coach me. She was like, well, how about you try this? How about you try hiring other coaches? And like, I just wouldn't hear it because I just couldn't see the possibility of having a baby, running a coaching business. And this was like 15 years ago before social media was a thing. So like try to picture or you couldn't, you couldn't schedule things. (laughs) It was different. It wasn't like I, you know, you couldn't be as automated and passive income oriented as we are now. Um, It just, it was different. Let me just say that was different. Whatever it was, my excuses, my fear, whatever it was, it wasn't right for me at the time. And so I did get a job, which I actually was very, very grateful for because I love the job I got. I love the team I worked with. And then after my son was born, I went back into entrepreneurship for myself. And that was a whole other journey. So like, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have mistakes and missteps. You're going to have lessons learned. You're going to have epiphanies. And one day you'll be invited to go speak on the Mel Robbins show, like quantum leap, right? Um, Or invited to write a book for a company that you didn't even know you were going to write for. Like those are quantum leap moments that don't happen. And by the way, those are things that happened to me. (laughs) Those are like quantum steps that happened in my work and things that I didn't know were going to happen, but I was totally excited about and prepared for because of the other work that I was doing in my life, right? So strategy can be intuitive. Your work can be intuitive. You can have some structure. Um, and then another thing, you know, sometimes you're bored because you're doing everything alone, right? Like you're, you want to be around people. So sometimes you want to find a co-working opportunity or a co-work virtually with someone. Um, I have a mentor right now who every day, I believe they're like finishing their book and stuff. They're, they literally co-work at one hour every day together, every week. I mean, that's like totally intense. You can do that in a different way. You can do it once a week, once a month, whatever. I love co-working and collaborating. Um, You can also collaborate with another person on a project. You can invite someone in to help you with aspects that you don't really love or enjoy, or they have a genius with it. Um, You can also delegate things that are boring to you and your business, right? If you don't love like gathering receipts for bookkeeping, hire a bookkeeper, you can delegate copywriting or design and Canva. You can, you can delegate everything and just focus on the things that you really love, or you can hire support in your business. Um, there's like a spectrum. You can literally like from A to Z is how, how much you can spend in terms of like anywhere from $9 an hour to $50 an hour, depending on the work that you're doing. Um, you, can, you can hire someone to help you in your business. And then you can sort of brainstorm your business with them. It's so much fun to be like in community. I love being on a team. Like I even entertain the fact of working for someone else or with someone else in another business because I'm like, I really miss working with people (laughs) like in this, you know, pandemic and all that with not, not being able to host retreats has definitely left me a little bit like on the lonelier side of business for sure. But I have people that I can turn to and meet with and gather with and really meet that part of what I love to do so that I don't get bored. (laughs) So, okay. So that is what I got for you today. I hope you recognized yourself and some of what I was sharing and that you have received some inspiration or realizations or reflections or epiphanies on like, oh, okay, great. I realize now that either I need to do my work, but in a different way, right? Sometimes um, the way you're doing your, your work is not working. Like 
for me, I love writing in a, in a uh, coffee shop or I love writing in the morning. Like if you love doing aspects of your work, but in a different way, get creative, pull out a flip chart, grab a marker and like think about how you can do things in a different way that would excite you, right? So here's some questions as I promised you. Some questions to help you get clarity. I'm just gonna speak them out quickly. There's four or five of them, I think. And that might help you to stir up some imagination about how you can work in your business a little differently to stop the boredom. <laughs> so one is, what do you want? Little deceptive, it's very simple, but it might stump you. So just let yourself do stream of consciousness, right? Number two is, how do you want to feel in your business? Number three is, has the why in your business changed over time? Like I've been doing this for a long time. The why that I had 15 years ago might not be the same why of 10 years ago or five years ago or today. And that's a question I've had to ask myself quite a bit. And then the final two questions are, what do you want more of? And what do you want less of? Or what do you wish you could have more of? What do you wish you could have less of? So go ahead and focus on those questions. Let yourself, give yourself time and space to do this. Okay, don't just like rush through it and not do anything about it. Or don't just answer it in your mind because embodiment work is just that, bringing it into form, grabbing a pen, grabbing a journal, and actually writing the questions down, putting on some music, pouring a cup of tea, like really letting yourself answer it from a place of stillness, not distraction, not while you're watching The Bachelor, whatever, like you deserve and are worthy of spending time on questioning, inquiry, reflection of your own life, your own work, okay? So if you want to take this deeper, and if you've enjoyed what I've shared today and want, and I'm someone you wanna work with, there's a couple of ways you can work with me. One is join the Amplified Wealth Experience. We have several spots left and available. We start in June and you'll find the link to that in the show notes, as well as an Instagram. I do take on one-on-one -on -one clients, no more than two a month. And I have one, actually I have two right now. So there aren't any spots actually available until June, um, but you can DM me for inquiries and I can, I'm very happy to send you information on that or hop on a quick chat if we need to. And the other thing is if you haven't downloaded my free more magic morning habit, that is the place to start to help you get aligned every single day with what you want most and to create alignment as a habit not just an accident. And that is as always available in my show notes and always available in my Instagram profile. And that is free and it is yours. And you can have that anytime. So those are some ways you can work with me. Thank you so much for being here. I truly hope you got something out of this episode today. Please let me know, take a screenshot of this podcast and send it over to my DM or tag me in the stories and Instagram. And I would absolutely love if you left a review five stars would be fabulous. <laughs> it just, it really helps me a, to know that you're listening, know what you think. And of course the algorithm and reviews and helps me to be seen and all those good things. So that'd be really appreciated. All right. I am off to a retreat this week. Actually, I'm attending as a student of a retreat an attendee, which is awesome. I haven't been to a retreat for years. I've been hosting many, many retreats over the years, but I haven't actually attended one. And this time I am taking time to dive into my own inner work and to be guided on that inner journey of questioning and unknown. And I'm so, so excited. I am headed off to Arizona. It's gonna be like a hundred degrees. So please like uh, send me some cool air, but I'll be, um, I'll be enjoying it nonetheless because I really 
I'm in a place in my life and my work where I am ready for the next thing, but I'm not exactly 100% sure what it is yet. So I'm going off to do my inner work to be supported by amazing guides and leaders. And um, I'm sure I'll share something with you over the next coming months as I process all the magic that I already feel is happening. (laughs) So thank you for being here. And I'd love to hear from you. Send me a note anytime on Instagram. I will see you on the next episode. Again, this is Elena Lipson and have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.